It's me, DJ Envy, with the word of the day. Subscribe. That's it. That's the word. The Alive Podcast Network is global streaming platform that curates the best black creative content in one spot. Just for you, tap in today for $5 in iOS, Android, and AlivePodcastNetwork.com. Finally, a podcast network that understands the assignment. The Alive Podcast Network has launched the world's first content distribution app tailored by and for podcasters and listeners of color. Subscribers will enjoy a wide variety of shows ranging from spiritual to comedic to inspirational. Podcasters can house their content and merch in one spot and monetize from a central location. Visit AlivePodcastNetwork.com coming soon to iOS and Android. Sign up today to get a six-month subscription for $20. You can thank me later. Welcome, everyone. We're back once again at the Positive Deposit Podcast. Um, you know, it's I'm smiling because I have, you know, a really, really uh, good close friend of mine, frat brother, but, um, you know, and he understands what's going on. You know, as I told, uh, told you, Mark, and just for those that are listening, um, the Positive Deposit Podcast is all about transforming the mind to change lives. And here we allow cancer survivors just like myself, even and our guest today to share their journey. Um, give us the picture that we, some people may not be able to see. So it gives uh, any survivor or recently diagnosed patient to the ability to paint the picture and, and let people in, but also too, to inspire others. And so uh, today I have um, Mark Smith. He's a Howard uh, alum, just like myself. You see, the, you see the bison right there. Um, you know, from Detroit. And, um, you know, before we get started, did you have anything to say to the people, Mark? Uh, I, I really just want to uh, thank you. I want to thank Positive Deposits. Um, you know, uh, this is uh, amazing what you're doing out here. Um, you know, really encouraging cancer survivors and uh, people that are going through cancer and treatments to, you know, know that uh, there's another side to it and that everything is possible. Um, and I appreciate uh, you allowing me to share my story. Now nah, we appreciate you. And, you know, you, you, you're someone that's special. You're, you're a different type of survivor. I, you know, I'm two-time, but you're a three-time, you know, survivor. And um, first of all, I just commend you for just uh, fighting, you know, because it's, I'm sure it's not easy. And so we're going to get into that. So let's, let's, you know, introduce yourself, you know, give the people let people know who you are before you start telling them about, you know, the, these monuments that you've, uh, you've, you know, embattled. Sure. Absolutely, brother. Um, so again, my name is Mark Smith. Uh, as Presley mentioned, I'm originally from Detroit, Michigan. I have, uh, I went to, uh, Howard university, of course, yes, sir. you know, we're out here, <laughs> Bison. Um, and then, uh, sort of after that, I went back to uh, Detroit. I did some real estate development, then came out here, jumped on some, uh, political campaigns, worked for uh, Mario's campaign and in her office, uh, done some nonprofit work after that, uh, you know, worked uh, for a developer, and now I'm with the, uh, the federal government uh, working on youth programs. Oh, awesome, man. Extensive resume. But I wouldn't <laughs> expect nothing less from a bison, you know? Um, yeah, but we, let's, are we, we are. We are. Let's get into it. 2005. Where was your headspace? What was going on? Man, so uh, 2005, uh, I'd recently uh, come out of uh, Howard. I was uh, back in Detroit. 
and uh, working on uh, some real estate out there. So, um, you know, it's kind of high pressure out there, kind of work for yourself, all that good stuff. But, yeah. you know, I started sort of having, uh, you know, headaches. Um, so this is 2005. Uh, so I was about uh, 28, I believe. So, um, you know, I started having headaches and, um, you know, I talked to my mom, you know, uh, she said that she developed sinus headaches around that same age. So she said, you know, maybe you take some sinus medicine or whatever, maybe that'll help it out a little bit. Um, you know, so I did that, but, you know, it kind of continued. So, you know, maybe a, a week and a half in, um, the only thing that, you know, as it progressed or whatever, the only thing that would help is if I just went to sleep. So I found myself just sleeping a lot. Um, you was working so much, you know, that's, I that's mean, what you thought the headaches were, you know? Yeah. I mean, I thought I was, you know, just stressed and like, ah, uh, you know, whatever. But um, as it kind of continued or whatever, um, it was just kind of debilitating after a minute. So I made an appointment um, and then sort of like, I believe it was like the day before that I was supposed to go. Um, you know, I just started. <laughs> sorry for the audience but i started throwing up like oh, you oh know. wow yeah so um and this is in the office yeah well yeah yeah basically yeah okay <laughs> i mean it was we're, we're young entrepreneurs or whatever so the office was like the living room but yeah okay gotcha <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so you know uh went to uh to the doctor um it was a i remember it you know like yesterday man it was uh you know, went to the doctor. It was a Friday afternoon. Uh, they ran a bunch of tests, uh, and then came, kind of came back later on that night and gave and told me, you know, we got some good news and some bad news. Mm. Um, you know, so the uh, the good news is that it's not a sinus headache. Uh, bad news is that you have a plasma cytoma. Uh, essentially, it's a uh, a cancer about this big. And it's growing between your skull and your brain. And oh, wow. we're going to have to do surgery uh, first thing in the morning. So, you know. I'm just, just, just Mark, just taking that in myself. I'm like, WTF. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I mean, it was just real, man. I mean, you know, I, I think that, you know, it wasn't even a whole lot of time to process it either uh, because like I said, they came by toward the, the, the latter half of the evening. So uh, visiting hours was over. So like my, my mom, my sister, my little brother that came out uh, to be with me in the hospital, they had to go home in like 20 minutes. So it was just me sort of in the hospital, uh, you know, by myself, you know what I mean? And so uh, why did they have to leave? You know what I mean? Like uh, they... visiting hours. It, oh, you know, wow. Yeah, I mean, visiting hours. So your over. support network can't even be with you. They just gotta go. Yeah, like twenty minutes later, they had to leave. So, you wow. know, I mean, you know, it's just, yeah, like oh, like they just dropped the bomb and then boom, like all right, it was like, well, love you guys and see you in the morning. Like, <laughs> oh, that's that's brutal. I mean, but, I mean, but again, though, um, still not so bad. Um, okay. I mean, just so, you know, I me myself or whatever i don't like to uh dwell on things and you know uh, i think if they would have told me to come back in like two weeks for the surgery i think i probably would have been more messed up by that 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, Immediate like, action. Don't prolong it. Let's get yeah, the ball rolling. Yeah. Let's let's get everything done over with, and you know, let's start to roll the recovery. Um, but it did happen like that. So you know, uh, my parents and my, you know my family, uh, you know, were able to come out that morning. Um, you know, we had uh, <laughs> like Jay Z banging in the background or whatever. Uh, Yo, right you had your, your victory music already. Yeah, just you know, in the groove. I had to pump it up a little bit. Okay. Um, so that was good, man. I mean, you know, so I mean, we went and did the surgery. Uh, I think. The and surgery, what was the surgery for? So uh, it was to to remove the tumor. So I had okay. again like a, a tumor that was growing between the uh, the brain and the skull. Um, okay. So what was happening was the uh, blood that was flowing to my my head it was allowing the blood to flow in um however it couldn't flow out so that just created oh. a massive headache um, I know how that feels brother i do yeah. know how that feels yeah so i mean the, the tumor was just actually blocking uh blood from flowing back in or what i mean flowing back out or whatever so you know that was sort of causing all the pressure that was going on so they did the surgery and removed um, as much of the tumor as they could, um, you know, but I had to, of course, stay in the hospital, you know, I woke up, it was, you know, I got a big, like, patch on the back of my head, they shaved my head kind of crazy or whatever, I had the, the worst bowl haircut that you can imagine, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so, uh, you know, that was, uh, you know, Saturday morning or whatever, um, but, you know, I, I woke up, I was lucid, uh, you know, one of my cousins came down, you know, he brought a chess board out there. I whooped him up real quick, you know. Yeah, yeah I heard uh, you're a chess wizard, you know. I, I do all right. I do all right, you know. Um, you know, but the recovery, uh, just quite honestly, it was just like, I think the, I think the roughest part of it was just the, the, the day-to-day -day sort of after that, I think, um, you know, they got like, was that side effects from the surgery or, I mean, well, not necessarily, yeah, not necessarily side effects from the surgery or anything. I mean, you know, the, uh, you know, I have a, a, a big scar on the back of my head or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, but other than that, uh, in my head was of course sore and numb for a couple of weeks. Um, but you know, as a part of the treatment, um, I had to do uh, radiation. Um, wow. So I had to do radiation for the pieces of the tumor that were uh, that they couldn't get with the surgery um, to shrink them down and you know kill them all. Um, what is radiation? What was radi? I know some people get it on their chest and things of that nature. Sure. Now radiation is going to the back of your head. How how does that feel? Like is it is it painful? Is it in and out it's okay you know uh, it's not painful at all um you know essentially they give you a um well they make you a mask um and then you know the mask is made of a uh of a plastic um and then they cut, sort of fit it uh to your face um so it, it kind of looks like spider-man like you look like spider-man okay. basically <laughs> uh, but you know they uh and it's uh it's used to make sure that you stay in the exact same place every time you come okay um 
So, you know, they make this big mask and they make holes for the mask or whatever. And when you come to do your appointment or whatever, they screw the mask into the table so that you are always oriented in the same exact spot every time. Um, and then they have the... Uh, Sounds like little, Frankenstein. Like, you know, you can't uh, move. You just... Oh, man. I mean, you know, if you are, you know, sort of claustrophobic or anything like that, yeah. like, you know... It, you need to get over it quickly. You know what I mean? Like you, cause you can't move for, uh, I think the right. sessions were about an hour, hour and a half. Um, Did you have but, to mentally prepare yourself every time? You know, like I'm just imagining myself, if I have to get strapped down, I feel like I'm a science experiment, but like, what I was mean, that going into every session of radiation? Yeah. And I'm not, and I'm not highly claustrophobic, but you know what I'm saying? Like, um, but I've never had to, I never like really like never had to be like stationed in one place physically like screwed down to uh, a desk. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it yeah. was like, it, it, I mean, you know, for, for, you know, say like the first 20 minutes, maybe half hour or so, like uh, I was good, especially for that first session or whatever. Yeah. But, um, I do remember, like, even in the first session or whatever, like, you know, we just had to take a quick little TV time out or whatever. I, you know, I, I told him, uh, I got to scratch my face. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was like, yeah, like, yeah, just, 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 you know, whatever I could think of, like, yo, just, just pull this, pull this thing off of me real quick, you know? Um, so after you did the radiation, you did, you did all that. Um, and then you were good to go. You were in the clear after that. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Um, you know, so, you know, we, we went through that and of course radiation was, I want to say it was about a month to a month and a half. Um, you know, and that's, uh, just every week, like, you know, sort of going through and, uh, the, the radiation itself doesn't hurt. Um, mm -hmm. you know, but you can hear it, like you can hear like, it actually, and, and even, you know, sort of feel it like, uh, you know, it actually cooking down. I mean, maybe, especially since it was in my head and close to my ears, but you can hear it like sizzling, like you can hear the inside of your head sizzling. So yeah, um, so pr pretty much you're, you're, uh, you're, you're the meat. <laughs> the the yeah. back of your head is the meat and the, 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 the table you are on is the frying pan as it's Man. melting it down some more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's really what it is, man. Wow. I mean, wow. it's 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 basically like a, a microwave. Like you are, you know, in a microwave, um, and you know, you can said you can hear it and like, you know, hear it just sizzling down inside your head. Like, but you know, um, it it wasn't painful. I'll say that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you went through that. You know, um, three years later. Some someone else came on knocking on your door. Something else came knocking on your door. <sighs> yeah. So uh, that was 2005. So then in 2008, um, you know, I was uh, I had moved back to uh, to Washington D.C. So I moved back to D.C. Um, you know, and again I was uh, yeah I came up here and uh, worked for uh, Muriel for a little while. Um, and then I moved from Muriel's into uh, what was called uh, Realty Services uh, for okay. DC. So staying in your, your your passion of real estate, just staying. Yeah, in, you know. what you do. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So, you know, I was out there or whatever and um, negotiating leases for uh, government agencies, doing space allocations. Um, and again, it was still, you know, kind of high pressure. I think I had the most projects, uh, not even I think, I know I had the most projects uh, within my division. So I literally was managing uh, eight separate projects um, all at the same time. And just to give you an idea, like, people were uh, falling out about having three. So, you know, again, it was just kind of, you know, another high pressure situation or whatever. Yeah. And, um, you know, kind of with that, uh, you know, I was with uh, my girlfriend at the time and, you know, all that good stuff. And, um, you know, what happened was I was uh, having issues with my rib um and i just couldn't figure out what was going on with my rib or whatever so you know we're a couple of years you know past the cancer stuff or whatever yep but um you know like after a while i was just kind of like yo this this feels bad you know what i mean like so i scheduled again went to the doctor um and the doctor ran like some x-rays and you know from there came back was like uh you know, so you got into a fight recently? I'm like, nah, I hadn't been in no fights, man. Yeah. Uh, he's like, uh, you know, I don't know, in the weight room or, you know, maybe somebody hit you with a bat or something. Like, nah, man, none of that stuff, bro. Um, so he's like, well, you know, you've got a uh, a broken rib. A broken so, rib? Jeez. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, like, I don't even know how I would ever get a broken rib. You know what I mean? Right. So I, I did tell him, like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, I had this cancer that was called plasma cytoma, um, you know, about three years ago. Do you think it could be related? He was like, mm, no, nah, I don't think so. So, you know, yeah. He's a doctor. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know anything. I don't know. You know, tell, <laughs> tell me something. You know, I got a broken rib out of nowhere. Yeah. So, um, you know, from there or whatever, um, you know, with a broken rib or whatever, there's really nothing you can do or whatever. Like, you you know, take some pain meds or whatever, sleep on the other side, like sleep on your back, whatever. But like, there's just really nothing you can really do about it. Like, it ain't no, like, we're going to patch this up for you. Like, nah, it's just like, yo, it's, that's, that's just what it is. So um, kind of with that or whatever. So I was uh, sleeping on my other side, um, you know, so sleeping on my right side or whatever. And then I got like a crook in my neck. Um, so you are, now you got a, you got a broken rib. Yeah. <laughs> now, you got a crook in it. Yeah, so I got a crook in my neck. to the hospital? Did you just, you know? I mean, okay. you know, I was, Falling I, apart. I tried, I, I mean, I was trying to, um, you know, just, of course, like, you know, self, uh, you know, medicate and like help it out and all that good stuff or whatever. So, you know, I'm like, you know, doing heat, doing cold, like seeing if anything kind of works to kind of relieve it. Like, um, but, you know, again, nothing happened. Um, so, again, about two weeks later, uh, I go and like, you know, all right, I'm going to just go to the doctor or whatever. Yeah. So you know, I was sleeping on the couch at the time or whatever up in uh, my girlfriend's apartment and, um, you know, about to get ready to uh, go for this AM appointment to the doctor or whatever. And I, 
I go and lift my head up, and then I hear like three cracks, crack a crack, boom, and uh, my neck is broken. What? So like, you know, my neck is like completely broken, brother. So like, I could literally like pick it up and like move it or whatever, but like. What? Yo, that's like, crazy. But like, it was gone. Like, like literally, like the only way I could do anything with it is to actually just pick it up and just just move it you know what i mean like nothing i could do <sighs> so you know we uh i mean i take an ambulance to, to the doctor i mean to the hospital again and uh you know they run some tests all that good stuff or whatever so now uh the plasma cytoma has become uh what's called multiple myeloma um wow. so so essentially what it is, uh, multiple myeloma is a, uh, is a cancer that, you know, likes to eat bones. Um, okay. So the uh, cancer had eaten through my rib already and was, and had eaten through my neck, um, which was causing a cramp, you know, in my neck and all that good yeah. stuff or whatever. So like, um, you know, so now since it's in more than one place or whatever before, you know, it's basically the same kind of cancer, but before, since it's only in one site, uh, which was in my head, they were like, ah, plasma cytoma. Now you have multiple myeloma. Um, Sheesh. And, you know, sort of the, the treatment um, was really like, you know, they, they really wanted to take care of uh, what was going on in my neck um, yeah. and try to treat that. Of so, course, man. You got a broken neck. I mean, like, yeah. let's get you back. You know, no, no neck brace, nothing. You're just yeah. You know I mean, uh, it was terrible, bro. It was terrible. I mean, that was. I mean, it, but the thing was, it wasn't any pain with it for real, for real. Like, there was no real pain with it. It was just like it doesn't exist anymore. Like, it, like my neck doesn't yeah. exist anymore. But like, it was no pain with it. Uh, there was still. I mean, you know, the rib was. I'd say a whole lot more painful. Um, okay. So what is treatment know. like that? So once they, you know, kind of gave you this new diagnosis and I, I'm assuming you had to really, you know, not, not only immediately get this, this rolling, but I, I think you, you got to get a stem cell. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what, what yeah. is that for people that don't know what that means or what that walk us through what stem cell transplant, you know, really is. Um, so, you know, a stem cell transplant is essentially using, uh, they, they harvest the, uh, the stem cells either from you or from, from another person. Okay. Um, and, uh, they use those stem cells, they clean them up a little bit in a centrifuge. Right. And they'll re-inject them back into you. Um, but now, uh, since they have been cleaned up of everything else or whatever, they can actually go in and fight the cancer. Oh, um that's dope yeah so you know before that or whatever you do sort of like the uh well i did the the big chemo or whatever because they wanted me to basically start off with you know fresh cells and all that good stuff and then they sort of inject you with these super boosters to yeah. fight off you know what i'm saying like the cancer so first they go through and wipe everything out and then they inject you you know with uh with these brand new stem cells that are going in there, you know, Mike Tyson style to knock it out. Okay. Now with chemo, did, did you have to get like our chop? Was it like the aggressive type of chemo or was it more like the mild, like the AB, 
VD? You know what I mean? Like, did you have? All right. Now that is a good question because I don't even know the answer to that one. But uh, <laughs> you know, I can tell you that uh, you know the the side effects from that were like you know immediately uh, you know when I woke up like my hair started falling out. Yep. Um, you know, eyebrows, hair, like everything, just like. How was your sense of taste? That was gone too. Uh, yeah. I mean, I had a metallic taste uh in my mouth, yeah. and I, you know, I smelled like uh, you know, popcorn. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like, you know, that's so, the I mean, first that was... time. <laughs> that's the first time. And so you did the stem cell, you did the chemo. Um, how long was that approximately? That that treatment. Um, I mean, I think they kind of really did that sort of, uh, within the week or whatever. So like first they did the, the chemo and then by the end of the week or whatever, they did the, the stem cell transplant. Um, I was in the hospital for a few weeks after, okay. um, and then, you know, from there it was, you know, ordered, uh, you know, sort of, you know, bed rest or whatever. Um. So let me ask you this, you know, you talked about work and, you know, you took most of the load, you know, do you think, you know, because I've been told, you know, I got to keep my stress level down low. Do you think yeah. probably that high stress, you know, this new job, you know, taking on a lot more than others kind of, you know, jump started, you know, this? this oh, yeah. Round? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I completely believe um, that uh, it's related to stress um and you know sort of um you know not being able to either deal with it you know like i i think i mean you've known me forever or whatever and i'm I'm generally just a laid back type of person or whatever so even if even even at work or whatever or even you know if stuff is high stress or whatever like i deal with it internally make some plans you know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. Develop uh, something to execute it and boom. You know what I'm saying? But like, you know, that still takes a certain level of stress to go through and, you know, sort of make the the the, the duck or the, the swan floating on the water look graceful or whatever. Like right. I'm doing all the work back in the lab and all that good stuff. So, you know, it does uh, take a lot on, on stress. So how so do you adjust now? How are you adjusting now with your work, you know, your work life? Uh, I mean, just truthfully, man, like I, I've, you know, just taken, uh, less stressful jobs, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, you know, um, and, you know, sort of, uh, taking a, a step back from, uh, being a lead on, uh, a lot of projects or whatever, um, because, uh, you know, the money or, you know, sort of the, the job or whatever is just not worth my life. Yeah. Yeah. So you have um, to scale back. It's okay to scale back. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I truly believe like that, it, you know, was uh, a driving factor in any time that I've had, uh, you know, these incidents of cancer was, you know, sort of during my highest times of stress. So there's a, um, so you're a father, you know, um, how old is your son? Uh, he just turned seven. Cinco seven. de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. So how is it possible? You know, I know they say they say cancer patients they have a harder time having kids, and you made it happen. How was that possible? Because obviously you just finished, you know, um, you know this second round, and then you were able to become a father. 
Yeah. Um, you know, so after the, the second, well, before the second round, I should say, um, you know, the doctor sort of talked to me or whatever and said that, hey, you know, there's a, a slight possibility um, that, you know, you know, you, you've been doing these pretreatments of cancer, which is like low doses of, of uh, you know, cancer meds or whatever. Um, before I even had uh, the uh, the big chemo and the um, and the transplant or whatever for months before that, I'd say probably four months uh, before that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was taking you know weekly uh, injections of these precancer meds. Oh wow! Uh, you know, so they told me that you know because of that or whatever, it it it's had an effect on you know having children. So. You know, he said that, you know, would you like to freeze your sperm? And I said, well, I, yeah, sure. I guess I'll, so, I'll, right? I, yeah, like. <laughs> I mean, do I have a choice? I, wanna, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I just didn't want to roll the dice. I mean, even though he said it might have, you know, there's a chance that it could happen or whatever, like, I didn't want to roll the dice. So, you know, what I did was, um, you know, I went to the sperm bank and, like, you know, uh, put about, I don't know, 10 kids on ice real quick. Um, yeah. Yep, you know, yep. Is it expensive? And, uh, so it's about $400 a year. That's it? Yeah. Yeah, $40 a month for uh, if you want to, you know, kind of like car insurance or whatever. You want to pay monthly, it'll be <laughs> $40 a month. If you want to pay for the whole year, it's $400. Like, Yo, I should have called you because, man, the quotes that I was getting was like $800 and uh, oh, no. Per month, I don't know what I was thinking. I was just like, man, if it's gonna cost that much, I'm good, man. Yeah, I'm not doing. Nah. And I found a you know a good place. They were um, you know highly rated, all that good stuff uh, in the local okay. area. So, you know, I, I went on ahead and did that, and um, turns out the the girlfriend I had at the time or whatever, we wound up getting married. Um, yeah. So, yeah. You know, we got married. Um, and then a few years later, very fun wedding, by the way. Yeah, the uh, wedding I'm, was, was popping. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad you enjoyed <laughs> it, it was, brother. It was, it, was a, it was a great situation. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, so, you know, a couple of years later, or whatever, we decided, like, all right, um, you know, we're going to try to have kids or whatever. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, she had had some problems before or whatever. Um, and, you know, I had some problems. So we went. We both got tested or whatever uh, to, you know, see, you know, if it was a possibility because it was still sort of lingering in my mind. Like, I don't even know, you know, if I got swimmers right now. Right. Um, you know, so we both got tested or whatever. Uh, they, uh, uh, they give you like a, I don't know, a biopsy uh, on your testes or whatever. Not very fun, brother. I mean, I already know biopsy on my chest ain't fun, so I can imagine <laughs> down there. Oh wow! Okay. Um, so you know, we did that. She got tested or whatever. Um, you know, and uh, it turns out, uh, you know, blessings um, that that she was fine or whatever. But you know, uh, I didn't have any more swimmers. Um, oh wow! So thank God you froze that sperm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you know. We just went on ahead and explored the possibilities of doing IVF, um, nice. you know, and uh, IVF, uh, you know, poor guy or whatever, is just like, all right, well, I'll 
see you at the appointment. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's, it's like, um, but you know, it, it sort of entails, uh, you know, taking uh, nightly shots and, you know, preparing the eggs and you're trying to get your egg count yeah. up and then you do a, a, a big booster shot toward the end or whatever, um, to get right. the maximum amount of eggs, um, you know, for sort of, you know, getting ready for their like transplanting uh, the sperm into the eggs. Um, so they, they did that, um, and they inseminated, uh, I think about 10 eggs and, nice. you know, out of that, uh, you know, they just kind of wanted to know, like, what was it, you know, you, they, they, they do ask you, do, do you want a boy or a girl? Like, yeah, you know. Oh, you can, you can create, you could just say, yeah. you can make it possible scientifically. You, yeah, oh, so you, I mean, you, you said no. I need a boy. <laughs> I mean, you know, if we just chefing up here or whatever, you know. I mean, I did tell them, you know, I just, I just want a healthy baby. You know what I'm saying? But if it's a boy, it'll be good. You know, like. <laughs> so they, uh, and and you know, we were also just thinking about doing twins or whatever. Yeah. Um, but you know, again, like, uh, you know, she had some complications before, or whatever. So like. You know, we we just decided like, and the doctor uh, just scared scared us out of it or whatever. So we uh, we went ahead and just did one, and that was like a day of decision. Like we decided that in like five yeah. minutes. Like, I think we came in there thinking like, yeah, we doing these twins or whatever. And doctors were like, uh, you know, it, it can have more complications and all that good stuff, or whatever. Right, so right. we uh, it was like, all right, we just go. You know, we just want a healthy baby, uh, exactly. a boy healthy baby. Uh, so um, so I'm glad that it, it worked out. You know what yeah. I mean and. That, that's I'm glad you you know froze your sperm now um let's fast forward a little bit more and um once again knock knock yeah you know yeah 10 years so, later and we're at the so, same space again absolutely bro so you know this is uh you know fast forward 10 years or whatever so um you know now uh sort of 10 years later from 2008 to 2010 uh it, and just to go back a little bit, they um, they told me in 2008 um, that, you know, uh, the stem cell transplant using your own stem cells is great, um, but it usually has about a 10-year warranty on it. So, you know, sort of, uh, you know, when 2008 was coming up, uh, you know, was still like, well, let's see if we can ride it out a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, 2018, I should say, is, is coming up. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it is sort of in the back of my mind or whatever. Um, but I started with the um, the, the federal government. Um, and, uh, you know, um, came back. And at the time, what happened was I was uh, I was getting out of a chair, man, like a, a, a lazy boy or something like that. And like I heard a pop in my chest or whatever. Oh, man. And First like, the neck, now the chest. Jesus. Yeah. So, you know, this time I just didn't play around with it at all or whatever. So yeah. like, you know, I went straight to the doctor um, and like, you know, they're like, well, you know, you, you got a, a broken sternum. <laughs> So, oh, God. Yeah. So this time, I mean, this was the sternum was probably not even probably like it was probably the not even probably it, it was the worst uh, okay. because, you know, you can't you don't even know how much you use your sternum until you cannot. 
Right. Like opening doors, like sitting back on the bed. Like you can't, you can't do anything without like feeling it. Like, you know. You can't get a, you can't even get, you, 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 I mean, the, the neck is something, but now your chest, yeah. I mean, like, dang. But yeah. the good thing is the chemo wasn't that bad. Yeah. No, nah, I mean, so, you know, this time around, um, you know, I mentioned before that sort of, I, you know, what was done before was like, I did sort of like these pre chemo, you know, yeah. it, it's still chemo, but it's light dose chemo or whatever. So doing weekly injections of that. And uh, they ran the injections and for and, uh, and bone strengtheners for about, um, I want to say like four months. Yeah. Uh, about three or four months. Um, and um, as a result of that, my numbers um, had dropped uh, so low um, in, in terms of like my uh, kappa and lambda light chains um, that, you know, they asked me like, all right, so we can do sort of the transplant. Um, and, you know, before it wasn't an option for me to do, to use anything, but uh, my own stem cells, um, because, right. you know, to, to, to use someone else's, they have to be a match. And before in 2008, they had to be a full match. Um, and none of my brothers and sisters were full matches. But time had moved on, uh, and in 2018, um, they could use half matches. Um, so okay. my brother and my two sisters were now eligible to provide me with stem cells. And Amen, you know, with that, yeah, I mean, it, I mean, that's a beautiful thing. Um, and the difference between the two is that, uh, of course, uh, it'll you know, if you use your own stem cells, uh, it'll work, but it's a, a shorter warranty and um, if you use someone else's, um, it's generally considered like a cure, you know, right. what I mean? um, you know, so, you know, this time around, um, it, it was possible. Um, but however, uh, you know, sort of doing the, the pre, uh, the pre-treatments, um, yeah. my, my numbers had dropped so low, they were like, you know, it, I mean, you're young, you're still young, you're still healthy, you know what I'm saying? Like, um and we don't know exactly what the side effects could be um you know there's just a higher risk um you know using anybody's anything for a transplant you know what i mean so like yeah like you know if we can kind of keep these numbers low um you know i'd say like let's just continue um we're using this low dose low dose uh treatment or whatever and you know kind of ride it out you know what i mean yeah so, you know, I said, all right, let's, let's try it. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, we did that. Um, and, you know, since I was working for the federal government and all that good stuff, I was able to get uh, a cancer policy, a, a critical illness policy that covered, uh, you know, cancer illness or whatever. So. And that's yeah. only through the federal government. So, or, uh, or is there I mean, other ways? Cause that's, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, yeah i'm sure it, that I, treatment it was it, that was right on time you know what i mean yeah i mean it was great man i mean you know at the time or whatever uh so you know 2018 uh sort of you know i just uh we 
me and the missus that you went to the great to the great wedding with or whatever we had you know kind of went our separate ways yeah um so you know going through sort of the, the stress of a divorce and moving and you know all that good stuff or whatever like um that's what happened yeah, yeah so but you know so with moving and like all that other stuff or whatever it came at a time where like I was able to use the money from uh, you know the, the the cancer stuff or whatever um, to you know buy a new uh, a new uh, investment property that I live in and you know kind of keep things moving uh, and pay off uh, a bunch of lawyer fees and all that good stuff. So that's what's up. You know, that was uh, a blessing, man. Oh yeah, I mean, thank, thank God for cancer insurance. Oh, thank you, thank you for cancer. I appreciate it. <laughs> Like. Appreciate you. <laughs> so, uh, man, that's that's awesome, man. And um, yeah. you know, I don't know. Can we share that? You know, it's it's what's going on now. Yeah, yeah. So you know, 2018 or whatever, uh, sort of that happened or whatever. And I've been on uh, this low dose uh, cancer, you know, treatment or whatever, uh, chemo treatment for you know uh, two years. Um, but, you know, uh, I went back sort of for the checkup and all that good stuff. And they're like, Ooh, uh, it's back. You know what I mean? Like the cancer's back. So, Christ, man. yeah. So that was actually earlier this year. Um, you know, in, uh, April. Oh, yeah. So that was early this year in April. Um, during so COVID. I, yeah, <laughs> COVID is one thing, and now, yeah. hey, I'm back. I'm back. Yeah. But you know, but the one thing, Mark, you you have great, you have a great spirit, man. What's your motivation? To, you know, to keep uh, fighting and fighting and fighting. What 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 is that, man? Because you you resilient. You know, you, you persevering. You you look like you in great spirits, man. Oh, I definitely am, brother. I, I definitely am. I mean, you know, for me. Um, especially, uh, you know, now with COVID going on or whatever, like, I, I try to keep a lot of different projects going on, um, okay. all at the same time, maybe in different fields or whatever. So like, you know, I might, you know, I'm still trying to hustle and do some real estate stuff or whatever. Um, but you know, just in project management of your life or whatever, like I'm, you know, exercising and, you okay. know, constantly uh, cooking and, you know, trying to find new recipes, uh, you know, I might, you know, kicking it with uh, still, still doing uh, a lot of, uh, as well as the cap, I'm also Mason. So, so still sort of doing meetings and, you know, kind of helping out the lodge, uh, yeah, yeah. second in command, all that good stuff. So, you know, I'm, I'm always just multitasking and doing a bunch of projects and all that good stuff and kind of spread things out um, and keeping my mind busy um, is a good way to that helps me. And, you know, also just staying lighthearted. Uh, like, you wow. know, if I can't laugh through it, you know, what I mean, like, <laughs> you know, then it's really bad. I mean, I, I can <laughs> laugh through anything, brother. So how is you know treatment I mean? like during COVID? You know, I know, like, I mean, is it different? So, like. You know, no, the world is different. You know what I mean? The the whole world is different, yeah. and it's it's actually good uh, to have cancer at this time. Um, so in 2008, um, you know, my my entire immune system was wiped out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, you know, with with the um, you know, the big chemo and yep, like yep. all that stuff or whatever. So like, um, when you're going through that or whatever, like 
people never understood like you know what does it mean to have a sterile environment you know what yeah, i mean yeah. like like oh why can't i hug you like i love you so much and like you're going through so much i just want to hug on you i'm like yo just i need yeah six feet yeah, yeah <laughs> like you know what i'm saying but now um you know the whole world is under compliance you know what i mean yeah. like you know what i'm saying like the whole world is uh you know had to change their diets and their eating habits and like all that good stuff or whatever so like you know nobody even notices me over here like right you know being a weirdo so do you have to go into the hospital like for your treatment do you still go into the hospital what's what's your treatment plan this time so um you know for right now what i'm doing is um i'm still going through and doing sort of the the weekly uh chemo um at uh at an infusion center so okay um i do a, a weekly chemo thing and uh within the next uh maybe two months or so uh i am going to go back in and i'm going to do the uh stem cell transplant and this okay. time we're going to use my my brother nice uh, yeah so guy he's, family man he's a beautiful thing man. a beautiful thing man. i love him so much man that's what's um, up. so you know he's uh he's gonna donate uh his stem cells to me um he, same same kind of process or whatever um you know they'll uh they'll get them from him and then from there clean them up in the centrifuge and then donate them to me amen um, man yeah so i'll do the big chemo and then we'll go through and do this the uh, stem cell transplant and then i'll be sort of you know down and all that good stuff uh for a while Okay. Um, but, you know, I think the difference, of course, now is like, you know, everybody's on telework anyway. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. So, you know, so um, I mean, that's amazing. Yeah, so here, yeah. you know, we, we, we come down to the place in, in the, uh, the interview is like, you know, we transform minds and change lives. If you can give Absolutely. maybe two to three positive deposits to encourage anyone that's going through multiple myeloma or, you know, uh, what was it, cytoplasma? Uh, uh, a plasma cytoma. Plasma cytoma. Yeah. I apologize. What was what's two to three things you know you can positively deposit for them? Sure. I mean, I think uh, you know one thing that was you know really important for me was to have a good support system. Um, you know, I, I do have a, a lot of uh, you know family, of course, you know um, that really supports me. Um, I've got a gazillion cousins. I've got, of course, the noops, uh, yep. you know, uh, you know, last time around in 2018, I think, I think there were probably like 30 brothers in the, in the hallway, like a hospital or whatever, <laughs> like just deep out here. Yeah. Um, so support system. Yeah. I mean, and then, you know, um, having faith, you know what I mean? Faith. Like, you know, uh, knowing that, uh, your existence, you know, is not yours, it's for a higher power. And, you know, it's their will, uh, whether it's time to be called home or you stay here. So Amen. there's nothing that I can do, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's beyond me, you know? So- Say less. Yeah, well, look, Mark, so. I definitely appreciate your positive deposits, have that strong support system and, and God, that faith, Absolutely. that faith. Absolutely. So, um, so thank you for definitely coming on. Where can we find you? You know, if, if, if someone wanted to reach out to you, you know, are you, you have some social media? Are you on social media? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I'm on uh, 
uh, Instagram uh, under uh, the uh, Mark Smith. Uh, so T H E E Mark Smith. Okay. And uh, I'm uh, on Facebook as well. You know, same same thing. Uh, Mark Smith. So. Mark Smith. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, there's only one or two of us, right? You right. <laughs> I should be able to find me. You know? Right. Right. Well, you know, for those that are tuning in, um, you've heard it, Mark Smith. Man, not only once, twice, three times, but going again, and his faith and his support system is is going to get him through. So. We thank you uh, for tuning in. You can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify. Yes, we are on all platform stream, streaming platforms. Excuse me. And then, of course, if you want to continue to pour into positive deposits, you can donate. You see that button right there? The donate button. Please donate to the cause. You can go to positivedeposits.org to make your donation and you know to support other cancer survivors uh just like mark you know so um thank you for my team awesome team and um it's a wrap good night